hard. <laughs> what was hard? Hulk Hogan? <laughs> it was because I kept reading these Hulk Hogan and it was like... I, I, I bet you we did... I, after I... Like an hour after we talked, I was like, oh, I should have told her not to look them up. Like, or you look up different somebody else so that it was more of a game but it'll be right. funny it'll be fun it's it's gonna be fun all right you want to start are we are we on fire or what we're on fire are we on fire come on we're on fire <laughs> i don't know what's happening with you right now i don't either <laughs> welcome to the curio fire podcast Fire! 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 Straight on the heels of Christmas, we went on a big family vacation. Mm. All together. Mm -hmm. 14 of us. Whoa. 14 people. <laughs> I did... I did remember how much I do love to travel, though. Oh, Like, good. I had one of those moments, you know, where you're just kind of... I snuck away. Yeah. And I went into this little part of town that was really interesting and I felt that that feeling that that freedom feeling the feeling of freedom and adventure and wonder and like humanity humanity like I wanted to bolt like yeah I get that way too <laughs> one of my favorite things about traveling is like just walking just going yes and not having to be anywhere and just going as far as I want to walk. Yeah. I know I have the ability to do that anywhere, but for some reason when I'm traveling, it feels better. It's like you just want to absorb everything and I don't know. I want to I see all the things and dig in deep. and. So where do you think you want to go next? Everywhere. Oh, all the places? All the places. I want to go to a little place called Guanajuato. I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that right. Guanajuato. Guanajuato? 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 Where? In Where? Mexico. Mexico. It's an, a colonial silver mining town. Ooh. Apparently it's just like cultural and cool and hilly and... Is it down deep in Mexico? It's not... It's like um, an hour north of Mexico City in the okay. middle-ish part. Okay. Yeah. But I've never actually been like down into Mexico proper. I've always been yeah. on like, because we're here in Southern California, we go to Tijuana or Bahaha. But I've never been into Mexico proper. Mm -hmm. So that would be cool. There's so much. I think Californians should, should do that, should go down into Mexico and like experience as, experience it as a, a country with a culture all its own and not just kind of an appendage. Right. It, sometimes it feels like Californians just take Mexico for granted and have this really kind of well-defined set of stereotypes and ideas. Right. But, but it's so diverse. You know, there's... All I think there's a definite mixture of cultures that's happened that's special to, to L.A. Mm -hmm. Yeah. L.A. and San Diego. 
um, and we think of it as Mexican culture, but it's not. It's L.A. culture. Right. Yeah. So I, I do like going down. Like when we all went a few years ago, um, just driving to go to a restaurant or yeah. walking to the convenience store or something, it's so much different than here. Um, and, and you're right. We don't think of it as being different. We think of it as being the same as us, but it's it's definitely not. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're home. Me too. I'm Welcome still, to episode 32. Still re-entering. <laughs> well, let's get it all out of your system. <laughs> so, <laughs> Vespa's on the couch with us, and her big ears are like little um, sonar wow. dishes. They are. V- so Vespa cute. and Ziggy are here. They just had their grooming, so they're very silky smooth. So well quaffed. So well quaffed. Well quaffed. We thought we'd play a little game with each other. <laughs> <laughs> the Who Said It game. All Donald right. Trump or Hulk Hogan? <laughs> so when let's, I th- <laughs> let's leave a pause between our answers so our listeners will have time to guess to guess no i i agree you may want to you know keep a tally on a piece of paper (laughs) oh lord help us when i first thought of this game i thought of how much i completely and totally hate donald trump who is right now at this moment giving his weird we have no idea what he's about to say but his weird little emergency state of the union bullshit i heard on npr on the way over that there was some controversy ahead of this that the major networks were not going to air it in real time did you hear about that oh yeah there's been it's been going back and forth they didn't say yes right away because it's such a politicized speech that he wants to give it's not something that's actually that actually warrants presidential airtime Right, and it, and he's also known to, um, you know, not tell the truth. Lie, yeah. To lie and stretch the truth and st- make uh, weird comments and stuff. And so that I heard that that was another piece of it was... They want to put him on some sort of beep delay? They're going to fact check him in real time. Pop-up video, the president? Remember that? <laughs> was that VH1? What? pop-up video you don't remember that no i don't they would play a video and then they would do little pop-ups and it would be in like one of those little thought bubbles and it would tell you some fact about the artist or some weird quirky thing that happened on the set of the video yeah they're gonna pop up video the the president's lies oh god all right kimmy yes cass who said this trump or hulk hogan If I have a problem with someone, I talk about them. I don't pick on their kids. I have a feeling we have a lot of the same quotes. I know. So you know who said it already. I do. It was Hulk Hogan. It was. But doesn't it sound like something Trump would say? The first one I saw, I was like, oh, yeah, that one works. That's a a tricky one for sure. Wait, can I tell the story about why I chose Hulk Hogan? Oh, yes, please. Please do. I was curious. I don't know the story, listeners. So so I was thinking, like, you know, because of how much I hate him, that in my mind... Hulk I, Hogan? 
No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, he's, he's harmless. <laughs> you should have seen her face right now. She's like, what? I don't care. I don't care Whatever. about him. He's entertaining. Whatever. Um, <laughs> no, Senior Orange Face. Um, that I was thinking we could play a game like, who said it? A serial killer or Donald Trump? And when I was searching up quotes from serial killers, they're all really super highly intelligent people. Right. Probably a little more eloquent. More oh, yeah. big words. Yeah. Full, complete thoughts. There was no way I was going to be able to fool you with, is it a serial killer or is it Trump? So I tried to think of somebody around his age with maybe the same (laughs) sort of persona and public IQ. Right. Got it. And I came up with Hulk Hogan. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Your turn. You go. Okay. Um, I have an attention span as long as it needs to be. I did not see this one in my research. I'm going to say that's Trump. You're right. Yes. All right, my turn. Get in, get it done, get it done right, and get out. Ooh. I don't know that one. It could be either of them, right? It really could, yeah. I'm going to say Donald Trump. You're right. Oh. <laughs> okay, your turn. <laughs> I'm real good with math, with numbers, like my dad was. I'm pretty much dialed in. I know this one. <laughs> surprising though, huh? It was surprising. Yeah. Hulk it Hogan. is Hulk Hogan. It is. Yes. <laughs> Oh, here's a good one. Nobody told me how to talk or think. I know that one, too. (laughs) But the funny thing is, is right as you started to read it, I was reading it right here on my on my paper. That's Hulk Hogan. That is Hulk Hogan. Nobody (laughs) told me how to talk or think. (laughs) I think the thing with Trump, though, is that people do tell him. Or have tried to tell him how to talk and think in his current job. And he just doesn't even, it just doesn't even go in. He gives zeros on that. So did you hear about how the wall as a concept came to be? Oh, Lord, no. It was a mnemonic device that they used, his campaign staff, to get him to remember to talk about immigration. There was no wall, really. It was just a little clue for the toddler that couldn't keep his his thoughts straight (gasps) oh my gosh you're kidding and he ran with it and it morphed into some crazy bazillion dollar campaign promise that now has the government shut down that has now trashed our government you guys are missing some of the best cassie faces ever tonight so far (laughs) just gotta say i make good ones Uh, all right your turn wow that's scary yeah That he took wordplay and turned it into um, a fucking disaster. He's such an idiot. (laughs) Um, Okay. People are really nice in the world. The majority of every single person I meet is really nice. I think I wrote that one down. Or I saw it. Who was it? The majority of everyone I meet... I feel like that's Donald Trump. (laughs) It 
it sounds like him, but it's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I know. I read that like three times. I'm like, the majority, majority of, of every, every single person I meet. Like, most of them is really nice. Like, except like, for their left pinky is right, kind of an exactly. asshole. And their big toes, kind of a douchebag. But the majority of them is nice. Great knees. 86% nice. 86%. I mean, the funny thing with this is, is that Donald Trump, Trump, I can't even spit his name out of my mouth, is the fucking president of the United <laughs> fucking States. And Hulk Hogan is a fake wrestler from the 1980s. Oh, don't you call him fake. I mean, he's a real person. No, fake wrestler. I read some, I listened to interviews with him and stuff. He actually seems to have more um, humility than oh, Donald yeah. Trump. Which is oh, hard. no, totally. I'm sure Ziggy has more humility than Donald Trump. But I don't know. Anyway, your turn. Go. Um, since I love what I do, I do it vigorously and I do it better. Ooh. <laughs> I do it vigorously. Okay, vigorously? Not t a typical Trump word. It's kind of big. It's a big word. Um, Hulk Hogan. Wrong! No! It was Donald Trump! <laughs> oh, sorry, Ziggy. Sorry. Which, uh. which leads you to wonder, is he getting senile or is this dumb thing that he does a play act? Because I feel like he's a little smarter than he lets on. Is some of these quotes are old though? They're I older, think. yeah. I mean the new ones that I found were all about word salad. Um <laughs> psychotic ramblings. Word salad. <laughs> That's what it's called. I've never heard that before. Oh, you're not in the I business. Love that. Well, they're mostly about like the the you know, American people and the government and the you know, his job as president and Obama, 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 Clinton, 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 Clinton yeah. Mueller, 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 witch hunt, witch hunt, witch hunt. So, so it makes you wonder, like, I thought, did he, were these scripted, like, when I was reading old, um, old ones, oh, old ones, yeah. were these more scripted? Because when he speaks, like, off the cuff, he really draws from a vocabulary of less than 30 words. I mean, the man wouldn't know a synonym if it bit him in the ass. Would he know a cinnamon if it bit him in the ass? <laughs> Only if that was the name of a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, it's your turn. God help us all, right? I think I was born with the drive for success because I have a certain gene. A certain gene. That sounds like something a racist would say. So I'm going to go with Donald Trump. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That sounds like something a racist would say. It does, doesn't it? It does. Yep. All right. Um. Here's the next one. Is this Hulk Hogan or Donald Trump? She's a slob. She talks like a truck driver. Oh, that's got to be Donald Trump. It is. Yeah. But doesn't it sound like something that two wrestlers, when they're arguing before a match, would say to each other? Right. <clears throat> yes. I guess, though, like, 
a man and a woman woman wouldn't really be fake wrestling together, but it sounded like something vulgar that a that a, a, a an entertaining wrestling star would say. Yes, not the yeah. president of the fucking United States. <laughs> Let's drive this point home, please. Thank you very much. Go ahead, Kimmy. Uh, I was tough at first, but only the strong survive. Ooh, I don't know this one. I was tough at first. Thank you, Melody. Oh. I know, it's an easy one, huh? Hulk Hogan. Yep. Yeah. There were, like, he apologized for things and was more, like, self-aware and just a little... Anyway. Your turn. All right, ready? Yes. I think I'm actually humble. I think I'm much more humble than you would understand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, the leader of the free world? Yes. (laughs) He's so humble that you wouldn't even understand how much. You wouldn't even understand. (laughs) You're too stupid to understand how humble I am. What the fuck? Oh, Mary. Jesus, help us all, please. Please. Jesus, grab the wheel. Jesus, grab the wheel. This, this freaking bus is going on. I'm laughing so hard that I'm twisting my socks in knots. All right, Kimmy, go. <laughs> I've got the hottest brand in the world. Oh, that's got to be Donald Trump. It is. But it could also be Hulk Hogan back in the 80s. It could. It could. Pardon my cough. I'm still getting over the schmucks. All right. Okay. Oh, I used that word again. Sorry. Ready? I'm getting over the dicks. Oh, you already did that one. I've got one more then. Okay. Get him the hell out of here. Donald Trump. Yes. It was he talking Trump. about a um, he's talking about a reporter a or reporter, something yeah. Yeah. okay um, the guys were very protective of the business if you said it was fake they'd punch you in the face that's got to be Hulk Hogan yes but that could be Donald Trump too because he's all mobbed up <laughs> Right? Yes. Ay, ay, ay. The fact that we even question whether or not it is Hulk Hogan or Donald Trump is worrying. It is. I, um, after you suggested this, I thought, what about, um, Michael Scott from The Office? (laughs) That would be perfect. Michael Scott is like a parody of Donald Trump, if you think about it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Businessman. Businessman. Pretends to be successful when he's not. Puffed up with this false sense of power. Everybody thinks he's an idiot, but he doesn't have a clue. Yeah, completely self-unaware. I have have a couple more. I always want to think of myself as an underdog. I always want to think of myself as an underdog. Hmm. 
One of these men would never want to think of himself as an underdog, so I'm going to say that's Hulk Hogan. You're wrong. What? It's Donald Trump, and I'll bet that quote was from his younger years. Or somebody wrote it for one of his books, maybe. Oh. Like The Art of the Deal. Yeah, I, I saw that. I was like, God, he, why would he ever say that? You know what I mean? Like... That's what's so confusing about him. That's why we all feel like he's been gaslighting us. Like, who is he really? What does he really think? Is this all an act? Has he got gotten more stupid as he gotten older? I mean, most... I think he's gotten more fearful. He has more to lose. I guess. I don't know. He's so... I mean, he, he's so invested in his image and his... his uh, ego? Oh his ego, Yeah. I mean, his ego's out of control. And you can only imagine that it's just grown over time. Like, I think it, in a normal human development model, one's ego may diminish a little more as one gets older. Well, you, you take hits to it. In a yeah. normal human life, things happen where you go, oh, I'm not the center of the universe. Right, yeah. But maybe that's never happened to him. Oh, uh, no. No. Huh. There were a lot of weird quotes about golfing. <laughs> I just couldn't even. I couldn't even. <laughs> I actually don't have a bad hairline. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be Donald Trump. It is. But Hulk Hogan. Yeah, but Hulk Hogan <laughs> let his be. Like, you could see that he's, he's. Yeah, he's cool with it. He didn't try and comb it over. He just used what he had. He, he accepted rolled, what he had. He grew crazy ass mustache he's like making up for it right here i feel like i'm becoming a fan of hulk hogan now you know he's better than the president (laughs) (laughs) so is michael scott you know what's funny as we sit here and laugh about things that right now as we're speaking he could be like dooming us to the end of our civilization right now yeah He's on the air talking about whatever the fuck he wants to talk about with no no checks on his power whatsoever. Well, well, no checks. Well, I don't know. I think there's checks on his power. I like to believe that that our government, although corrupt, not entirely, but I believe there's some good folks out there who are keeping an eye on the country who truly believe Okay. And want. I'm all. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'll believe there. you for now. They're out there. We just have to believe that they're going to prevail. Ooh, what do you think about Elizabeth Warren running for president? Oh, gosh. You know, I was thinking about that today, about the whole Democratic run. And I I hope to God they, ha- they have all come together under some circus tent someplace deep in the desert. And said we support each other, whoever wins. And have wins. said, look look bitches we got to get our heads together we have to make united front and we cannot splinter we cannot we can't this isn't a freaking popularity contest Mm -mm. you know what i mean like this is the soul for the soul of our country yeah and you hear these you know elizabeth warren or biden or bernie sanders or sanders there's some big um kamala harris yeah there's some big names that lots of people love out there and if if too many people that we love are on the ballot, 
it's not going to work. Right. It's just not going to work. I don't... Who would I pick? Right. Who would That's I what pick? I mean. Like, Amy Klobuchar is, is thinking of running. She's awesome. Do you remember her from the Kavanaugh hearings? Yes. She yeah. was the one where he was like, well, how much do you drink or whatever? And she just very calmly like kept him in his place and kept him right. answering questions. She's kind of thinking about it, too. And she's fucking awesome. And whatever you think about Elizabeth Warren, she's the one, the one who took on the big banks when the crash happened in 2008. Yeah. She's the one that brought our country back from the mm-hmm. brink of devastation. Right. She... And she's a fighter. Yeah, she she's doesn't give up. She's not a pleaser. She's Nevertheless, she persisted. Right. That's her, guys. So yeah. if she ends up being the one, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about it, honestly. I'm excited for any of them, frankly. Yes. Just as long as everybody can get behind that person. And it feels like right now with Democrats that if there was one, if... Joe Biden said, I'm endorsing Elizabeth Warren. If Maxine Waters said, Elizabeth Warren's my gal. You know what I mean? If everybody that we love rallied behind one person, it would be done. You would think, but not if you spend any amount of time on Twitter. People are fighting about this. You know, I spent a week away from me. I know. I was jealous of you. (laughs) And I was, it was like three days in I was like oh damn I could feel my body was different Uh, my brain was working differently um I had no when I came home it was like "Eh, yeah I guess I should check in but by now you know several days home I'm back in the habit and it's a habit um there's also so much going on because I can go days without even thinking about anything but today I was like what's happening what's happening I've had a cold sore in the same spot three times in the last two months and I know exactly what it is it's just this like feeling of this frenetic energy in the atmosphere of our political life and on that note a stretch I close my eyes and I dream of something quite Astonishingly different. And all my days are trances, and all my nightly dreams are where thy dark eye glances. What? Bring us back, Kimmy. Bring us bat. We're bat. We're batshit crazy. Curio's back, and Cass has some letters from prisoners. <laughs> so, who to thunk? This was not on my radar. I know. N- mine either. N- mine neither. So. <laughs> I'm always trying to learn a new language, even if it's just, you know, like once a week, a few words here and there, key phrases, listen to some music, just for shits and giggles. And I became obsessed with Italy. I've been there twice and went to language school there and was learning Italian pretty seriously. And I thought to myself, well, let me find some Italian pen pals. And so I put my information up online somewhere, one site. 
I don't remember where, which is <laughs> stupid on my part, asking for language pen pals, people that lived in Italy or knew Italian that could help me with my Italian, and I would help them with English. Right. It's a common practice. Lots of language learners use this technique. Mm-hmm. Um, very quickly, <clears throat> somehow, my address ended up in the hands of American prisoners. And I have gotten several, maybe close to 100 letters. From... Oh, my gosh. You're kidding. No. these. So I have a stack here of maybe 20, 15 or 20 these are the only ones I've kept. I usually either just throw them away now or I read them and then throw them away. I'm not, I don't keep them. And I actually haven't gotten one in a few months. So I'm feeling like my name got put on a list somewhere and the list is running its course. But um, they're all very nice letters that say they're not looking for something romantic, but then are clearly looking for something ro- romantic. So I thought it might be interesting to read some or... Yeah. Um, let's, um, yeah. This first one, I'm not going to say their names, but he's in Leavenworth, this dude. Um, it says, Dear Cassandra... This is a very long letter, folks. I'm not going to read um, all of it. But the, okay. the interesting thing about this one is that he sends a typed up photocopied as though this is a professional thing that he does all the time I mean what else would you do being locked up um, three full pages of questions for me in in small type it's not like it's can I yeah here you can look at that while I'm reading this letter and this looks like bona fide typewriter work not oh yeah look at this it's an actual typewriter oh yes wow it's you not don't computer. see that very often anymore wow pretty cool um, so it says, hello and greetings. This letter is in response to your pen pal ad that you most recently placed on the web. I come with the intentions of creating and building a meaningful friendship between you and I. Yet, it is you who holds the key to this want of mine becoming a reality. So hopefully I gain your interest with these enclosed dialogue, with these enclosed dialogue. If not, hey, I appreciate the fact that you read this far, LOL. Um, he has two children. I'm going to skip this part about his children and stuff. Some find me to be a small human being as I stand at 6'4 and weigh 260 pounds, LOL. I would say that I am a sincere, caring, understanding man who is a good listener, and yet I am flawed. Flawed in the sense that I am drifting or I'm drafting this letter within the walls slash confines of a federal prison here just outside of my hometown in Leavenworth, Kansas. So with that being said, please know that prison does not define who I am as a person or who I've become as a man, but rather explains that my past was filled with illegal dealings. Like thousands of federal prisoners, I got screwed around with illegal dealings as I am honestly innocent of the crime that I'm serving time for but yet I am not proclaiming to be any sort of angel at all what I am guilty of is engaging in a lifestyle which had nothing but bad things as an end result hence I'm sitting in a prison right now so I blame me for all that has taken place in my life and only me 
it is my bad decision making that made the illegal things that has happened to me possible, so I look no further than me as the reason. Prison has been bittersweet as I have really been affected in ways by the reality of being away from society. I have not been able to parent my children, assist my mother and siblings, and I have lost touch with women, love, happiness, joy, society, technology, as I don't even know what normalcy is as of this moment and this is why I went looking on a pen pal site for a person to build a friendship with. Wow. There's a lot there, right? There's a lot there. I mean, you've... I... When I read these letters, I feel for these guys. Like... Yeah. That would really suck. And to keep myself safe, I've never written any of them back. Like, I don't want to show yeah, any kind of interest. no, no. I have none. And you don't want somebody <coughs> showing up at your doorstep. Or... Right. So do you want to read a couple of the questions he gave for me to send back to him? Um, about you. Name, date, height, eye color, hair color. Didn't ask for weight. Ooh! He's That's woke. interesting. Uh, on Saturday morning, you're most likely to A, hit the gym, <laughs> B, do what needs to be done around the house. C. Sleep in. C. For sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah. Hit the gym? Mm. Um, what is your biggest fear in life? Name, th name three people who inspired you to be the woman you are today. Now, this is... This is written in questionnaire form with no explanation. Right, no explanation. So it's interesting that he would ask for three people who inspired you to be the woman you are today with no explanation. Because As that, to why? That information would be more meaningful to you than it would be to him. Right. I would think. That's kind of interesting. Unless they were famous people where it was well known what their contributions to society were, maybe. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, what do you feel are your three best personal qualities? Hmm. Um, the, there, there are some comma issues that throw me for a <laughs> loop. Just gonna say, uh, best three movies of all time. <coughs> three things you start doing when you are home alone and bored. So this is where it starts to get into the territory where you're like, oh, no, you're not looking for a friend. You're looking to see. Then he starts asking about body parts and. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, all kinds let, of okay, stuff. Let me let me uh, skip ahead. Um, hypothetically. Wait, what? Hypothetically speaking, if this world belonged to you, you would. Oh, make, stop, create, do away with, never let, do more for. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being awesome, you are romantically. Right. Socially. <laughs> loyal. Spontaneously. And sincerely. I'm spontaneously. I'm so spontaneously. Wow. Um, it just makes you wonder what he would do with all this information. Like, why would any of that be important to him? It, 
I'm wondering if this was maybe like a, a self-help exercise or something he experienced. Oh. Because these questions are, they're really interesting. Like, as a teenager, I would have loved to fill out something like oh, this. Oh, yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? At certain times in my life. And I think it would be interesting to fill out just periodically throughout one's life to see how the questions change. But they're... Um, you may be a woman, but I definitely, what? I may be, okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> if you're unhappy in a relationship, who is usually the first person to know? Um, this is really interesting. Choose a location for an adorable dolphin tattoo. Right? Ankle, wrist, shoulder, hand. <laughs> what? <laughs> an adorable dolphin tattoo. <laughs> Ooh, that one's that one um, makes me feel uncomfortable. Right? You know, like they all start out like, "Oh, I'm just lonely. I'm looking for friendships." I must have put in there that I wasn't looking for anything romantic. I must have put that because they all reference, like, oh, I'm not looking for anything romantic either. You I know? think that would be normal for, um, and are they all male? They're all male, yeah. Right, so they're all male reaching out to a female. You're not getting any pen pal requests from chicks. No, I'm not. So um, it would make sense for them to say that to gain your favor. Right. It's anyway, just creepy. It is creepy. It just reminds me of normal interactions with men out in the world, you know? Kind of like list three body parts that you worry about the most. Right. Not your business. <laughs> list three things you like to do at night. Puke. Sleep. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I like to pick my toes. I like to pick my nose. Clean, Clean my butt. <laughs> I'll, I'll read one more because they're all pretty much going to be about like this. This one is from a prisoner in Livingston, Texas on the Polanski unit. Ooh. Dear Cassandra, I am an Afro-American man living in Livingston, Texas, who got your name from a pen pal service and who would like having a friendship with you. I strongly believe that there is no hope except in human relations. I'm 46 years old, and I hope we will be able to correspond with each other. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm a spiritual being and love approaching other beautifully spiritual people. I'm never far away to experience your beautiful life and friendship. For what life has given me... That even made Ziggy groan. <laughs> For what life has given me, I've now made peace with it. It is my will to share that peace with you. We never know what level of thought we can achieve by sharing. I was... Blah, 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 blah. I, I have no children, but I do love their free spirit. Creepy. I know what it feels like being alone, and for this reason I offer you my friendship if you want. Living in this condition and trying to find a friend, I've, I've often asked myself... Why don't you stop worrying about whether or not people love you and just love them? Well, that's kind of sweet. Wow. Yeah. 
It's kind of profound. Yeah. Then it doesn't matter what they think about you. You can just be love. It's so simple. And guess what? It will ultimately determine how you feel about yourself. And then he tells me where I can write to him. Oh. Some people send pictures. Um, that last one was handwritten. That one, the most of them are handwritten. Okay. The typed one was special. Kind of an anomaly. Look at this handwriting, though. If that's not the handwriting of a serial killer, I don't, I don't know what is. Anyway, this I would be um, this would be great fodder for handwriting analysis. <gasps> Get into a little graphology. I challenge you, Cass. Oh, that sounds like a hobby I would love. Doesn't it? That's right up my freaking alley. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's going. <sighs> Ooh, Nelly. You know, it's like it's. You, uh, it's a weird commentary on our whole society like the whole prison system yeah needs reforming these men probably didn't get the best start in life between institutionalized racism our school systems failing them you know poverty etc yeah yeah everyone is responsible for themselves and the decisions that, that they make but other people have a, a higher springboard to jump off of when right. they go to enter their life. Yeah, so fewer challenges to... Right. So you can see where I would feel like half sorry for these men and half creeped out. Like, I don't want prisoners writing to me. And, and I wish I could remember where I put that. It definitely was on a pen pal for languages site. So right. somebody found it and gave it to the prison well, system. Well, and it makes you... If it's on a website that's available to anybody... It is. Anybody can look. You just Google pen pals and yeah. it'll pop up in a browser and you know it, the thing about these letters is there is a degree of um, self-awareness I mean these these men obviously have some time on their hands to think about either how their life has gone or how they would like to portray themselves now right um, and the loneliness the loneliness and I, that's yeah. the that's the biting, edgy part that's that's hard, mm -hmm. is that you can sense the loneliness and the desperation. Mm -hmm. uh, to be confined and to be confined with the same group of people mm -hmm. every single day. No new folks at the grocery store. Nobody, you know what I mean? Like right. we come in contact with so many different people every day. Mm -hmm. It mixes things up a little bit, but I, I go nuts, you know? And I guess that's how it used to be in small towns and villages. And, you know, you think way, 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 Yeah, but way you have the when. freedom to do whatever you want, though. You, yes, that's the other big, That's the big thing. Is, you know, and then it calls into question our penal system is not why isn't it a rehabilitation system for people who aren't violent like if you've right. had drug charges you're not necessarily hurting someone right so you know you hear about other countries and their systems are so much m they're they're geared more towards rehabilitating these people Showing them kindness, human interaction, teaching them things. 
I mean, getting them to a place where they can learn skills that they can use so that or they just feel valuable as a member of our society. Right. If somebody's in prison for 15 years, let's say, and they get out and we still don't let them vote and they can't find a job and no one will rent an apartment right. to them and they've gotten meaner and tougher in prison. I mean, it has what is the goal we're trying to accomplish there? It's just punitive. It's only punitive to them and to their families and to the rest of society. Right, exactly. I mean, all of these things ripple out, you know. Rather than taking a person who's committed a nonviolent crime and saying, okay, so let, let's find out how we can help this person right. move up right. and elevate rather than just sink deeper. It, you're right. It's a, it's a societal problem, and it's unfortunate that we go to that place as a society where it's you know. Well, we're very puritanical. Yeah. Let's burn those witches. Let's hang them high. Let's send those people to hell. <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen that. <laughs> How was your Christmas, Kimmy? Um, it was really nice. Oh, good. It was nice. Yeah. It was. It was um pretty mellow. Not typical. We um. Ours was pretty mellow too. We had, we did uh, my husband's family on Christmas Eve, which was pretty fun. Uh, my sister-in-law showed up in the same um, red plaid pants. <gasps> I not, saw that picture and I thought you guys planned that. No, no, absolutely not. We both showed up and were like. <laughs> I thought you guys were doing like a little skit or something. Black sweaters <laughs> and red plaid pants. So that was kind of funny. It was fun. That's but, fun. Um. And then on Christmas Day, we went up to the mountains and did nothing. Nothing. Oh, good for you. Took a nap, read books, um, went outside, went for a walk. You know what I mean? Just nothing. Seriously, nothing. Oh, what about you? you? I mean, my kids are grown. We did Christmas morning. It doesn't take as long because they're older. We, yeah. you know, they open their stockings and a couple presents each and then they're off um, my daughter you know she her boyfriend lives here they took off to go see his grandma oh um and i picked him up from the train station later but so she was gone most of the day wow. it's just an odd thing and i wasn't yeah you know you imagine when you're younger and your kids are little that you like at least me i would always imagine this day coming like my children growing up yeah. and <clears throat> the magic of Christmas being gone or them being gone or whatever mm -hmm. and it being like soul crushing or heartbreaking but I was just it was just such a mellow day like I think it was made even more mellow by the fact that like Trump couldn't attack us emotionally <laughs> during the day you know what I mean like it was a holiday we got to take a holiday from his bullshit too and it just felt like like everybody could take a breath for a day yeah that's what it felt like to me like everyone yeah. was just like oh, okay we get one day right i mean i don't remember if he tweeted that day he probably did but i don't remember oh no wait he was flying over to uh afghanistan right? afghan iraq kuwait where did he go i don't remember I it was all a photo op anyway to yeah <clears throat> I'm staying in Washington to work over the break. There Bullshit. Big dummy. 
big fucking poo-poo yeah. lob head. I don't even know what that means. Lob head? I'm going to call him a horse hair. Of <laughs> I don't even, I can't even put words together right when I think about him. <sighs> you know, another thing about uh, the media not covering this, this, the, the um, oh, no, address covering tonight. It. No, I know, but it made me think when they were talking about the uh, decision to or not to do it, when they were right. making that decision, I thought, God, wouldn't it be great if the media just all got together and said, oh, guess what? We're not going to cover you at all right. this week. We're done. We're not coming to your press conference. No. We're not writing stories about you. We're going to sacrifice our ratings. Like, everybody but Fox would do it. Right. We're sacrificing our ratings. This for week, the sake of democracy, it sounds like a democracy. bargain to me. Seriously. Could you imagine? They would be heroes. He would lose his fucking mind. His brain would fucking explode on the first he'd, day. But he'd still have Fox. He'd go live there then. He'd b- do a telethon or something. He's in his little foxhole of dysfunction. A telethon? <laughs> <laughs> a telethon of lies. <laughs> When he, money tired, for the wall. when he had to go get himself a Diet Pepsi or Diet Coke, <laughs> Sanders would show up with their freaking crazy-ass chameleon eyes looking around. What if Sarah Sanders is really just Trump's Adderall dealer? That's why he keeps her around. She lies for him, and she provides him Adderall. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know how that woman looks her She's gotta in the face. She's got to be a robot. She has to be. There's no yeah, way. Right. She's completely soulless. There's nothing there. Nothing. No. Well, most of them are. <laughs> she, you said that was so much like... You just give up. Well, there comes a time <laughs> when you're just like, this whole freaking administration is just dumb. Dumb. If dumb, you could dumb. do something to fix it, if you had the power... To fix one thing in this machinery, one cog in this machi- machinery, what would you do? If I had the power to fix one... One thing that could influence all the other things. Like, if you had the power to go, this is happening, anything, supernatural, anything. Okay. The media only reports bona fide facts. Period. Walter Cronkite style, no ads... No sparkles, no, no, no Barbie doll of talking heads, no overly tanned guys with lots of fake hair talking, none of it. Just, just facts, dry, boring, boring facts. Facts. That's it. Nothing else. I like it. The president lied today. He said this, but this is really true. And then if you want entertainment, watch some comedians or something. Right. Maybe play a fucking board game. Maybe get your fucking face out of the fucking screen and go do something in the concrete world. And get off my lawn. And get off my lawn while you're at it. Unless you're going to play croquet. Then come on over. (laughs) What would you do? Um... Something that I've wanted to do for years, get money out of, out of politics. Mm. No super PACs, no lobbying, um, federal money for elections. Yeah. No, no, 
no money. Money corrupts. That would be big. Yeah, greed. Greed. It it has no place in in our government the way that it was imagined. No. And right. I'm sure the yeah. the guys who even framed the Constitution, you know, they were all plantation owners and they had vested interests. But the way that our Constitution is written, the way that our Bill of Rights are written, there's no money for, there's no room for that right. dysfunction. Look how quickly this has happened, yeah. where we're headed into a authoritarian regime basically yeah because of money yeah so i would take the money out of politics that's what i would do i think that's a great idea what if we could do both of them ha 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 that's a great idea but can we make that happen <laughs> i'll get right on it kimmy let's let's do that let's start a campaign i don't know what that looks like i think the people are going to have to do something. And I don't mean like Paris-style riots up, in the street. riots. It's going to have to be a grassroots, across-the-board demonstration of voting power, of consumer power. I mean, we have so much power. And if we all come together, we can exercise it. You know? If we all shut down... I was off the I was off the media for a solid week and it helped me it helped my mental health. Right. It helped me it helped my body, it helped me be more creative. It helped I mean I missed nothing in one week of no media. And I don't know how that would happen for a large group of people. I mean, and what kind of difference it would make unless it was a really 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 large group of people or unless we got some ethical hacker friends to maybe just i don't know take some shit out for a while just saying wink wink nod nod i don't know any ethical hackers i don't know any hackers that i know of god maybe we do <gasps> becky are you an ethical hacky <laughs> hacky hacky are you a hacker <laughs> We should have Beck on soon. Yeah, we should. I wonder what we we should talk to her about. Snacks. 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 Sniggity snacks. Maybe we should wrap it up. Maybe. I feel like we're getting into like um, delusional woo woo territory. We're getting, <laughs> we're getting a little loopy. It's my cough laugh. Sorry. <laughs> delusional woo woo territory. Woo woo. Woo woo. I'm glad we didn't like pour wine on top of this. Oh, that would be fun one night. We could do that. Let's do that. You want to? We I just worry about you driving home afterwards. We did the podcast. We don't have do to get podcast. drunk. No, it's true. You don't have to get drunk. Well, don't have to. You could, though. <laughs> All right. Um, catch us everywhere where podcasts live. And subscribe. Comment, subscribe, share. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. My mom listens. Hello. Tell your dad. I don't know why dads would want to listen, but they might. Oh, the girly thing, huh? Yeah, they don't like girls. It's like men won't watch women play basketball sort of thing, you know. They Whatever. also don't want to hear what we have to say. Maybe especially we after about sex. Oh. Or would that be too intimidating? 
Oh yeah, totally. Hey guys. Hi. Hey, what's in the bag? Snacks. Drugs. Drugs. Trader Joe's drugs, also known as <laughs> snacks. We should. Oh. Oh. What? Becky works for Trader Joe's. <gasps> She's the perfect person to talk to about snacks. Why am I thinking about snacks? Are you hungry? No. But you know that feeling when you want something salty in your mouth? Maybe I should just like suck on one of my toes or something. Those socks you had with the missing toes would have worked great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Right. Woohoo time. <laughs> Adios, friends and neighbors. Happy New Year, by the way. Hug somebody. Check out from your screens for a while. You won't regret it.
skin to coat and it's right to hide.